Welcome to the Christ Life Ministries podcast. We hope you enjoy this message by Pastor Olubi Johnson. For more information about this podcast and our other resources, please visit spcconline.org. God bless you. But in this context, you see, God has been talking to them from, from Enoch, from Adam, really. You know, you guys, you need to change your ways, behave properly, and all of that. So, but they didn't listen. At this time, after Shem, Ham, Ham and Japheth had been born, and no had reached a particular age, God now puts a time scale. For 120 years. That is why a lot of Bible commentators believe, and I agree with them, that it must have taken Noah about 100 years to finish that ark. Maybe a little bit longer. You go and read it, you know. I mean, this, those days they didn't have technology like today. They didn't have technology like today. Even today, shipbuilding takes a long time. Talk less of then. And then it was made of gopher wood. Watch this. Blow your mind. Only the f- six of them. Eight. Noah, mommy, three boys, and their wives. Can you imagine how much work? And nobody was helping them. Man, that one only wanted. Something wrong with them. So they will have to go to the forest themselves. They will cut the wood. They will take the planks. You know, they will take it to a particular location. That would have taken years. Years. Before they now start putting it together to form the ark. Before they picked it. No wonder it took 120 years. Complicated thing to build. Complicated. We are told today... I'm not preaching on Noah's Ark today, but I will just mention it. You know, the dimensions were 50 across, 300 length, and the height was 30. Till today, they still use those dimensions in the building of ships. If you want your ship to float, it has to be some um, proportion of that. Not exactly, but, you know, they found out, they actually, you know, you know people are trying to disprove the Bible. So they went and did the, the physics, you know, and the uh, fluid mechanics and all of that, you know, to see if you put these dimensions in something, it gives you perfect shape to float. If you change the dimensions a little bit, you know, if you take it too much, the, the, the thing will, you know, capsize. So if you increase the height, you have to correspondingly increase the length. You have to correspondingly, you know, so that. But, but if you take the ratios, it will come to that 30, uh, 5, 50, and 300. Well, let's give a lot of clap off it. Talk about marine engineering. <laughs> Who would know? God. And they're still using those same ratios today. I'm not through yet, Laulu. You got to hear this. So, uh, let's get back to Genesis 6. I'm not done yet with that. Still on my side. 
So that's where we get the 120 years for. Although you can also use it for your physical age, multiple uh, manifold wisdom of God. There were giants, verse 4, who's still on my side. There were giants in the earth. In those days, this is where they came from. They came from the intermingling of the seed of the fallen angels. I call them Nephilim. You know, that interacted and had sex with these um, normal human beings. So they produced human beings that were abnormal. You look at Jen, have you go and read your Bible. If you look at Goliath, he had it wasn't only him, who, he had three brothers. It was David and his men that killed all of them. You know, you know what they are? They were the sons of the giant of Gath. Their father was a product of this thing. But you're going to say that because you say, Well, a flood happened. The one of the reasons why God allowed the flood to happen was to get rid of all that contaminated. Um, um, DNA. Get rid of them. So that only the pure stock from Adam in Noah and his three sons and their wives were on the earth. They now produce the races we have today. The Caucasian, the, um, uh, uh, the European, the Japheth. Wow, I don't know, something here. This is calling accidentally, excuse me. You know, the Caucasian race and then the black race. Ham is the father of the black race. Japheth is the father of the European or the Caucasian race. And Seth is the father of the Jewish and the Arabs and the Chinese and, you know, uh, Japanese, the Eastern peoples. Those are the three. That's where all the, all the nations of the earth come to. And you can see we are normal. You don't see... You hardly see anybody amongst us. You know, if you see someone who's really tall, maybe seven feet. You, you know, before you see eight feet, you will go far. You know, uh, but it, it didn't used to be because of this nonsense. It's one of the reasons why God allowed the flood. Now, he says, there were giants in the earth in those days. I didn't hear you. Then I like the Bible for its precision because it was written by the Holy Spirit, and also after that. Why? Because you still see giants after the flood. But it was, the proportion was not as much as it was before the flood. So even after the flood, watch this, some of those angels still came back and had relationships with men. That's what you see in Sodom and Gomorrah. It's interesting when Jesus typifies the end time, he uses the two of them, Noah and Lot. To prove to you, who came to Sodom to free Lot? Angels. What did the people want to do with them? Sex. So they were used to it. So some of these fallen angels, even after the flood, still came back and were doing the same thing. But it was not as much as it was in the time of Noah. It was drastically reduced. Otherwise, they would have contaminated the entire race, which was Satan's plan. 
verse 4. And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every, not a few, every imagination of his heart was only evil occasionally. Who put it there? Those devils. Those fallen angels. They are children that were born to them of women. Now, you know, God, the, the wickedness and the rebellion that they used to fall from heaven was now imparted to them. So their, their wickedness and their evil was supernatural. Like we jokingly say sometimes, the corruption in Nigeria is supernatural. And indeed, in some cases it is. It doesn't make any sense. Then you know it's from the devil. Next verse. And it repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth. Let me tell you where God's coming from. So this is why we need to have the Holy Spirit. Then he can reveal the mind of God to us. God had a problem. Satan had rebelled. Let me take you back to Genesis 1 and 2. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And the earth was without form and void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. Who caused that? Verse 2 was caused by Satan's fall from heaven. He rebelled against God in heaven, so he was kicked out. Don't forget, Satan was on the earth before. Genesis, Ezekiel chapter 28. It says, thou hast been in Eden. That Eden we see in Garden of Eden was a renovated form after the fall. The garden of God. You walked in the midst of the stones of fire. So, God had done the work, you know, and God said, let there be light. And then he removed all that satanic corruption and all of that, put pure Adam into the earth, gave him, you know, made him in the image and likeness of God to produce a seed, a, a generation that will be like God and not those fallen angels. So, that was the plan. Sadly, Adam and Eve fell. When they fell, instead of having children, some of the children followed God like Abel, Seth, Enoch, and this uh, righteous line. Many others did not follow God. So, watch. The problem we started with came back. Which was satanic corruption in the earth. That God had to get rid of after Genesis verse 2. You know, so these angels, these fallen angels, start come back to the earth and start cohabiting with the children of, of, of men and then produced a set of devils. That's the way I can describe them. Wicked men. Because they, they took on the character of the fallen angels. So they, 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 their thoughts and imaginations were only evil continually. So it, God said, oh my God. <laughs> he repented him. He said it grieved him at his heart. After all the trouble I went to, to get rid of corruption from the earth, put in a pure stock. Now this pure stock now again is contaminated. 
what do I do? It grieved him at his heart. Next verse. And the Lord said, well, that's what he did the first time. So he's doing it again. I will destroy man. Whom I have created from the face of the earth. I mean, they've, they've contaminated practically all the men on the earth. I'm going to give you a point that's going to hit you. You know? And will make you see how God feels about sin and rebellion and all of these terrible things. I've, I will destroy man whom I have created from, from the face of the earth. Both man and beast. The creeping thing and the fowls of the air. For it repenteth me that I have made them. Because the problem we had originally... They have brought it back and then multiplied it manyfold by cohabiting with these fallen angels. Who is still on my side? I'll give the Lord a wave offering. Then a clap offering. So it will wake you up if you are sleeping. Verse 8. One of the most beautiful scriptures in the Bible. But let's give Noah a super clap offering. Noah is alive. Not dead. And Shem and Ham and Javel. You know, but Noah found grace in the sight of God. Now I'm going to shock you. I said I was going to hit you. One of his brothers. Noah is not the only son. He was not the only son of Lamech. What of his uncles? They are the sons of Methuselah. Tell our children, tell your children, this generation. I'm going to get back to that before I close. Don't mix with the world. The, the stock from Enoch, Methuselah, Lamech, and Noah was a pure stock. But they didn't listen to their fathers. So you know what? They had also intermingled. With the seed of the fallen angels. Be careful who your children marry. I spoke in the morning about Jehoshaphat. The biggest mistake in Jehoshaphat's life was going to the house, you know, affinity. In fact, that's the word the Bible uses affinity with the house of Ahab. It contaminated his stock. His son married the daughter of Jezebel. So what was, watch this, what was restricted to Israel now spread into Judah. Ah! Come on, show out. Yes. That's how Athaliah came. So it was in the time of Noah too. Where were, where were all Noah's... Let's even forget the people who are a little bit remote. The immediate family. At least Noah had brothers and sisters. How come none of them found grace in the sight of God? I just got a scripture. Before I quote the scripture, I'll tell you what they did. You know what happened to them? They loved the world. So they mixed with the world. 
they intermarried with the world. So their stock became contaminated. Even though they came from a pure stock originally. Love not the world. And now the things that are in the world. Talking to you, born again, spirit filled, tongue talking Christian. Love not the world. Now the things that are in the world. For all that is in the world. The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life are of the world and not of the Father. And he that loves the Father, the loves the world, does not have the love of the Father in him. Contaminated stock. Nothing has changed. And you have Christians like that. Born again, spirit-filled, pure children of God, but they now love the world. They cohabit with the world. They interact with the world. Then the world enters their heart. The Holy Spirit just reminded me. I've shared the story here before. Again from Kenneth Hagin. A woman who was, she and her husband were in the ministry. They were pastors. They were friends with Kenneth Hagin and his wife. Let me just cut it very short. So, but the woman was a beautiful woman. Beautiful woman. So the devil should be herself in a mirror. Then they will say, you're a beautiful woman. What are you doing in this boring Christian life? With this your husband, you are going from church to church. You know, you don't have much money. They weren't poor, of course, but they, they were well to do. I mean, they were, God was providing for them. But, you know, she was thinking of Hollywood. And uh, Marilyn Monroe. That's what was was in the 50s. Yeah. Thinking of all of these uh, movie stars. Ah, if you had that, you can imagine the amount of money you would have made. You are even finer than that girl. You are finer than Marion Monroe. This is Olubi Johnson's paraphrase. But that's what happened. This devil will come and tell this woman, you're a beautiful woman. You're wasting your life in this place. You can have a better life. She said initially when you come, she will resist the devil, get out of her. But after some time, that devil will come back. Watch this. This um, Jesus is, it was just who took and Hagen this showed the woman in a vision. He said, then he said, she liked to think it. Love not the world. She, she liked to think, yes, you're a beautiful woman. No point of you wasting your time with this, yeah, yeah, Christian. You know, how much is he going to give you? If you go to Hollywood now, become a millionaire overnight. To go a long story short, that thing kept coming to her mind. He says she liked, she thought she was beautiful. And she was a beautiful woman, you know. And she liked that thought. And, she's, and God now showed the vision of the woman in, in, you know, to Kenneth Hagen in the vision. He said, it started up here. Then after some time, it went into her heart. You know what she did? She divorced her husband. It's still happening today. In fact, it's common in the church now. You know, I can't just take that. I mean, there's no one, there's no one bargain with God for. I'm expecting mega prosperity. Pastor OJ is on the slow lane. This faith and patience, we want less a case. Less a case, Immediate. It's come on. You know what happened to that woman? She, she divorced her husband. 
She left her husband. She went to Hollywood. Slept with one man, another one, another one. Then she did the movies. I don't know how successful she was. You know. Then her husband remarried because it was not his fault. And then that evil spirit through the woman started harassing the ministry of her husband. That's why Jesus showed Kenneth Hagin in the vision. So he said, cast out that devil. So Jesus did in the vision. Then, uh, and the, the woman, you know, the, the, the spirit stopped harassing the husband. Then in the vision, Kenneth Hagin now saw that woman, you know, shriek and cry and just went to the pit of hell. And, you know, so Ken Hagin started begging God. Saying, Jesus, oh Jesus, this woman was your child. She was born again. She was filled with the Holy Ghost. You know, she was our friend. You know, can't you pray for her? You know, and all that. Jesus was not one bit, no emotion. You know what Jesus said? She said, she wanted to have that spirit. And so long as she wants it, she can have it. said, my Lord, Kenneth is crying. You know, we get very emotional when we don't know the Bible. You know? Okay, oh Lord, he's a child, blah, 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 blah. He said, what's going to happen? He said, she's going to spend the rest of eternity in the lake of fire. Just in, Jesus did not flinch an inch. He said, oh Lord. They told us that once you're saved, you're always saved. He said, you need your theology upended. Then he now quoted Hebrews 6 to him. For those who are once enlightened and have tasted the heavenly gift, the good word of God, and made partakers of the Holy Spirit. And this woman was in the ministry with her husband. She had the gifts of the Spirit in operation. She wasn't a baby Christian. Jesus told him, he said, if it had happened to a baby Christian, he said, it would have been, you know, because they don't know anything. He said, but this one was not a baby Christian. She knew the word of God. You know, then uh, uh, Jesus said this to Ken Hagen. He said, even if when she had gone to the world, she said, it was her decision. She said, I don't want Jesus anymore. I don't want Jesus anymore. Jesus said to Ken Hagen, he said, even if she had slept with a hundred men, if she had turned back to me at that point and said, I repent, he said, I would have taken her back. Yeah, but no, she didn't like that. She felt that, you know, just going to all this slow lane, slow lady, you know. Just says she will spend eternity in the lake of fire. Can a Christian be contaminated? Big yes. That's why these prophetic messages are very important. Noah's brothers, sisters, uncles, aunties were all contaminated. They all died in the flood. I can imagine, this is Olubi Johnson now, paraphrasing. It's not Bible, but it's based on Bible. I can imagine the rain started. You know, initially it would just be raining. You know, it rained for 40 days. So you can imagine maybe after three or four days, the rain has started, and the ark is still maybe near the ground. It's not, it's not just, there's, that, there's not yet enough water for the, for the ark to start moving up, but it's still the rain. Then they're knocking on the door. Brother Noah, she left Kofua. 
Ah, it's me, your sister. Ah, ah, this rain is not stopping. Oh, and you told us so. Ah, okay, just open the door so I can bring my husband and the children, all of us, and uh, no, I was under strict instructions. You know who shut the door? God. I can imagine the trauma Noah went through. Noah! Amy, sister, ye. In our language, that means, Noah, it is me, your sister, that is knocking. Noah is your brother. Ah, uncle, this thing is me, is me. Remember how you used to come to our house and we used to eat together? It's not going to be any different when the flood of glory comes. So tell them now. Don't get mixed with the world. You can be contaminated. That's why I give the example of that woman in Ken Hagen. You can be contaminated. You can You know, many Christians still love the world. That's just the truth. They love the loss of the flesh. They love the loss of the eyes. They love the pride of life. They love God too, but they just love those things more. That's why they don't give time to the things of the spirit. They spend more time in the things of the world than they just have Jesus there as a guarantee so that at least I'll go to heaven. It ain't gonna work no in the end time. You can't mix it. I gotta hurry and close. Who's still on my side? Yeah, something about truth. <laughs> The life of Noah and his ark is an important, this notes that God gave me, is an important prophetic shadow to instruct us now in the end time. Luke 17, verses 26 to 27, quickly. Luke 17, 26 to 27. Quoted by Jesus himself. The Lord Jesus himself. Luke 17, 26 to 27. As it was, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be also in the days of the Son. We are living in that day now. We are in the third day. I said this to us a few weeks ago. We are in the last, the the three days, the the last days is three days, three millennia. The first one has gone. The second one has gone. We entered the third one in 1995. We are in the last of the last days. And then, More importantly, we are in the last generation in the last days. The last 100 years from the time of Israel. So this generation shall not pass to all these things. And the Bible says the fourth generation, 400 years. So it wasn't tied to genealogy. That's God's definition of a generation. So about 100 years. So that's why if you're looking from 1948, you're looking at 100 years, 2048. We're looking at 2046, 2047. We don't know, you know, the exact 
so as the time approaches, we'll, we'll, it will become clear where exactly when it will be. So that's where we are in now. Jesus said, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall the days of the Son of Man be. That's the time we're living in now. Watch verse 27. Instructive scripture. I trust everybody is listening. If you're listening, wave to me from the choir. If you're listening there, wave to me. If you're listening there, wave to me. If you're listening there, wave to me. Wave to me here. Wave to me here. Wave to me there. Wave to me here. Wave to me here. Wave to me here. You're doing yourself a favor. Scripture says, He that have an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying. You know, Olubi speaking, you know. <laughs> Word of God. Watch what they were doing. And they did eat. They drank. They married wives. They were given in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark and the flood came and destroyed them all. What is the love of the world? The loss of the flesh. They eat. They drink. They give in marriage. Sex. The loss of the flesh. The loss of the eyes. It's all there. That's what they were doing. While Noah and his sons were laboring to build an ark. You're not listening to Noah. Oh my Noah. No way girl. The man must have eaten too much ever. <laughs> Say God told him 50 ark, 30 cubits, 500. They didn't answer him. 120 years. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe these words have empowered you to live a victorious, transcendent life in Christ. Our mission is to equip God's people for service and build up the body of Christ until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. We encourage you to enjoy and share from thousands of resources, including books, sermons, prophecies, and articles available on our website, spcconline.org. Thank you, and God bless you.